You just gotta keep living, man. L-I-V-I-N. Welcome to the Rock Your Life Podcast. Discover the tools you need to fulfill the highest, truest expression of yourself. From family and wellness to business and goals, it's time to dream out loud. It's time to rock it. This stuff will rock your world. Rock! And now your host, Chasta. Welcome, friends, to the Rock Your Life Podcast. I am Chasta, your host. Welcome back. If you're coming back, and I appreciate that you want to spend a little bit more time hanging out with me, if you're new to the podcast, welcome. I hope you enjoy yourself today. If you do listen to the podcast and you just haven't subscribed yet because you maybe you haven't thought about it, if you could do that, that would be super helpful. And then also, if you would like to have extra cool bonus points, maybe a little gold sticker for me, you can always rate and review the podcast. That just gets the word out there and helps us build this amazing community. Speaking of our amazing community, you guys have heard me say many, many times, I consider you guys dear friends of mine. And a lot of you are actually close friends of mine that I know in person, a lot of family members that listen to this show. And some of you I've never met, but we've connected over social media or in an email or whatever and I love you all the same. And I want you to know I so appreciate you listening to this podcast and supporting this podcast. So with all of that being said, I wanted to chat with you guys about something very personal today. And I'm a little nervous in the tummy to talk about this because it is so personal, but I think it's important for us to be open about what's going on in our lives. And I really don't ever hide anything. I spend most of my life on a microphone or on TV with 1077 The Bone or Soundwaves TV or this podcast. And so my life is an open book. So here we go. Over the last couple of weeks, I have been dealing with some potential health issues. And I say potential because I don't really have news to share because I don't really know what's going on just yet. I'll give you the overview. So a couple of weeks ago, I was sitting down to dinner with my husband and I had what I guess in the dramatic form could be said that I felt like I was having a heart attack. My whole chest sort of seized up. I panicked. My blood pressure spiked to almost 180 over 80. I mean, it was just a weird, weird moment. And leading up to that moment, um, over the last, I don't know, two to three days before that happened, I was having what I thought was back pain pretty severe back pain. You know, just every single day it was really hurting. I was working through it. I was running through it, but it was really painful. And I have a high tolerance for pain. I typically don't complain about pain or really talk about my body hurting or whatever. And so when I mentioned it to my husband, he knew it had to actually hurt because again, I'm not somebody that complains about stuff like that. And so that Friday I had actually run through the pain thinking it was back pain. And as I was running, I noticed that I wasn't getting my full breath. I run all the time, several times a week. So I know my breath pattern. I know how I feel when I run. And that day I just didn't feel right. Something was off. And all of a sudden it hit me. I was like, man, is this back pain or is this chest pain? Like what is happening in my upper torso? Um, And so I ran through it and I just was like, I'm fine. Drank some water moved on to that night. And then that evening is when this moment happened, the moment that truly scared me. And to be totally frank, I probably in that moment should have gone to the emergency room, but I did not. Um, I just sat there and I breathed through it. My husband and I just did some deep breathing together. I calmed down. I got my blood pressure back down and all was well. Well, over the next couple of days, it was really resonating in my head. 
what was going on. And so I talked to my mom about it because I talked to my mom about every tiny little thing. And the back story to this family history story to this is that my dad had congestive heart failure. He had multiple heart attacks in his life. And he also passed away of a heart attack at only 56 years old, which is incredibly young. Um, I too, when I was younger, had a couple of moments in college where I had this same kind of thing happen where I had to go to the emergency room because I was having chest pains. Now, with that being said, in college, I was not taking care of myself. I mean, I was taking crappy, horrible diet pills as many young women did back in those days, especially in the 90s. Um, You know, I was having beverages because I was in college. Yeah, I just wasn't taking care of myself. I know that I was eating poorly. I wasn't drinking enough water. So having those types of episodes at that time, not really all that surprising. But here we are many moons later I'm a very healthy person. I work out every day. I drink all the water. I eat right. I take my vitamins. I take my supplements. I consider myself to be a very healthy person. And then this happened again. So needless to say, it spooked the crap out of me. So I decided to go see a doctor. I got a referral to a cardiologist. And all I really know right now is that my EKG came back abnormal. So it was abnormal enough that this cardiologist said, hmm something's not right here. I don't exactly know what's going on, but you definitely have some weird results and we need to look further into it. So all over the last couple of weeks, I have been doing lab work, blood work, stuff like that. Uh, Tomorrow I'm going in for a calcium scan of my heart. Then I have to do a stress test. Um, You know, one of the stress tests where they put you on the treadmill and you run as fast as you possibly can and you're hooked up to all the machines. I have to do that. That's kind of crazy. And then after we get all of that done, I'll get more information and I'll know what's going on. And maybe, hopefully, it's nothing. Let's pray for that, right? That's why I'm not going to be dramatic on this podcast. I'm not going to worry about it. I'm not going to stress out about it because, first of all, there's nothing I can do in this very moment, and I don't have any information yet, so there's nothing to be freaking out about. But all of this going on has really clarified some things in my brain um, because, again, not trying to be dramatic, but it does make you think right? You know, at uh, 39 years old, having a scare like this, no matter what it ends up being, it was scary enough for me to go in. It was scary enough for a cardiologist to call for um, quite a few more tests. So it was a scary moment for me. So I started, you know, of course, thinking about my life and thinking about what I'm doing with my time and how I'm spending it and just my day-to-day routine and how happy I am and how I feel every day. And do I feel connected with my family? Do I, you know, really soak up what life is all about? You know, all these very deep thoughts, (laughs) deep thoughts, my Shasta, all these very deep thoughts have been rolling through my head. And over this past weekend, um, me and my husband and Cody, we went out to the beach and just sat there for, I don't know, an hour or two. We just let time pass and watched our son play in the sand and build sandcastles and throw rocks and watched birds take baths in the water. And it was just a very quiet and still moment. My husband and I just sat there together. We talked a little bit here and there, but we really just sat with each other and just watched. And it gave me time to breathe slowly and deeply. And I watched the ocean. And when I was watching the ocean, I remembered a podcast I had listened to last year with somebody who I adore, Mel Robbins. She's an amazing author, an amazing storyteller. She's a fantastic motivational speaker. I'm sure 
a lot of you know exactly who she is, but she had a podcast on Audible that came out last year. It's called Start Here. And I remember her comparing ocean waves to emotions, right? And she was talking about, and I'm just going off the top of my head. It's been probably six months since I listened to this, so bear with me. But she was talking about, you know, the waves and how they rise and fall. And that's very similar to the range of emotions that we have as humans, you know, the ebbs and flows of life kind of thing. You know, big crashing waves, they can be really angry feeling when they're really intense if the storm's coming or, you know, when the ocean is still, which it was, by the way, this weekend when we were there, it was low tide, very still, very calm, beautiful. That's how we feel, you know, when we're at our calmest. And then if you live near the ocean, you know very much about rip tides. They can churn and just feel really intense and like almost like, you know, you're just spinning in waves and that could represent sadness or grief in your life. And then, of course, you know, there's those beach days where you go out and it's just absolutely perfect, pristine, huge, beautiful waves rolling in. And that's when you're at your best. You know, that's when you're happiest and you're joyful. And so I watched the beach and I watched these waves and I just sat there thinking about my life and how grateful I am. You know, and I throw around that word all the time. I talk about being grateful. I talk about gratitude and writing a gratitude list every day. And I do. I do legitimately, I sit down um, and I write down five things that I'm grateful for every day, but I don't connect to them every day. Sometimes I'm just, I'm just jotting them fast because I'm in a hurry to get it done or whatever. And I'm, I'm ready to move on to the next thing. I don't sit and savor the gratitude. And that's actually something that I've seen people talk about recently. In fact, I read an article not too long ago in psychology today that was all about savoring what is savoring? Well, it basically just means that we fully attempt to feel and enjoy and extend our positive experience. Okay. So like when you're doing something like I did this weekend, sitting at the beach and you know, like this is a very calm, happy, peaceful, quiet, wonderful moment. I just want to not just be grateful for it, but I want to savor it. You know, like I want to try to make this moment last. I want to remember how my son's hair looks in the sunlight. I want to remember this little bird fluttering in the water, washing its wings, noticing every tiny little thing, right? So that amplifies that experience. It's not just like, oh, we went to the beach and it was fun to build a sandcastle, but it's really like painting that picture back in my mind right now because I was so in tune with what was around me, I was so connected to those little moments that now I can close my eyes and I can think back to sitting on that piece of wood, watching my son play in the sand. And I can, I can remember exactly what it looked like. And it's just because I took the time to breathe it in and to savor that experience. And I love the idea of that savoring gratitude, right? What about savoring the past? Savoring the past is, is perhaps the easiest way to practice savoring. It, all you have to do is spend a few minutes thinking about a happy, a joyful, pleasant event that happened to you in your past. It, could, it doesn't have to be in the far past. It can be if you want, but it could even be last week or a month. You could think about hanging out with your friends or completing some project at work, something like that. As you're thinking back on that event, think about the people you were with the sounds you heard, the smells you smelled, all the physical sensations, the sights, everything that you took in in that experience, right? Try to really 
Think about it. Recreate it even in your brain. Those positive emotions that you felt in that good experience in your past, you can really relive it by savoring that moment. And you can really hold on to it, right? And, and it feels good all over again to relive that moment. Savoring the present is what I just experienced on Saturday. I was doing that purposefully because of this weird health scare, everything that's going on in my health, it's made me really look at life with like sort of a crystal clear lens on it, you know, just exactly for what it is. Again, I don't want to be dramatic here. Okay. I'm not, trust me, I'm not being dramatic. I'm just saying, you know, it makes you go, what if this is my only moment? Am I soaking it up? Am I living in it? Am I being present? And trust me when I say, it is not possible to be that way all the time, <laughs> right? Not even close to possible. Because life is nuts. We all do so many things. From the second we get out of bed to the second we go to bed, we're chock full of crap. Now, maybe in the last year, we've slowed it down a little bit, forced to slow down, as we talked about in the last episode. Over the last year, things have been, you know, a little bit changed up. But now we're heading sort of back into a new life experience. I don't want to say the new normal because I hate that term, but you know what I'm saying. And so things are ramping up again. So we're just, we're busy. We move fast. I more than anyone. I move really freaking fast. So it's hard for me to stop down and be present all the time. But in moments like that where I know that I don't have anywhere to be, I don't have anything to do, I don't have anyone to answer to at that very moment. Yes, I have things to do list. Yes, I have emails I haven't got back to. Yes, I have messages on Instagram that I haven't responded to. Yes, I have all that crap. But in that moment, I am with my people, right? My son, my husband, I'm with the people in my family who are my everything and nothing else matters. That is a perfect moment when you just need to savor gratitude. Just savor it. Be in that moment that you're in. Another way to kind of capitalize on the present is to tell somebody, you know, like when my husband and I were sitting there, we were talking briefly, you know, there were long quiet moments, which is one of my favorite things, by the way, about me and my husband is we don't have to talk all the time. We don't have to entertain. We don't have to always be on because I'm on a lot, right? With the radio shows and the TV show and this podcast and all, I'm on a lot. And so it's nice to just be with a partner where you don't have to be on. You can just sit quietly and comfortably with one another and just sit in that silence. And it's a beautiful thing. And we're really good about that. Um, and he respects that because sometimes I just, I get tired of the noise. Um, and he totally understands. And so we just sit quietly. But, you know, we did bring up a couple of things here and there. And you can really capitalize on the present by expressing that, like, you're in that moment, you know, saying to whoever you're with, this is a really great moment. Like, and actually Jay pointed out the bird to me. He was like, look at the little bird taking a bath. And you know, it was in that moment when he pointed that simple little pleasure out to me. It was like, God, this is a really great day. And it wasn't a crazy day. What nothing huge happened. We didn't accomplish anything big. It was just that quiet, simple moment. And we both recognized like, wow, how grateful we are and how wonderful this very second is to be with our kid. We're never going to get that day back. We're never going to get four years old back with Cody, right? This is our one chance with him. And it felt so good to savor that. Another thing, savoring the future. Now, this is a different kind of thing. You guys know I'm all about goals, right? Very goal-oriented person. But when we strive for goals, we can actually experience positivity 
before we've even achieved that goal or even if we've never achieved that goal, right? By using your imagination, you can actually increase happiness. For example, you might be looking forward to a vacation this summer, right? You've got something on the calendar you're excited about. You can savor the future by thinking about what you're going to do during that vacation. Who's going to be there with you? What positive experience, what positive emotions might you have on that vacation? And as a result, you're going to generate all kinds of positive emotions from an event that hasn't even happened yet. And it also can help you plan and get excited about something, you know, have something to look forward to. My husband and I are going away in a couple weekends for our anniversary. Our 10th anniversary last year got blown all the hell. We were supposed to go to Fiji and for obvious reasons that didn't happen. So this year we're going to Bodega Bay, baby. (laughs) And if you live in the Bay Area, it's just another part of the Bay Area. But it's what we can make happen right now for our 11th anniversary. And we're very excited about it. Look, it's not Fiji, okay? But it's beautiful. Neither of us have spent time there. So we're excited to see it. We're excited to maybe get a spa treatment or something. And I've already been savoring the future thinking about it. You know, this is a moment where he and I are going to get to bond together. Uh, We're leaving Cody with grandparents for the first time more than a day, which is a trip. Um, So, you know, this is going to be a new experience for us. And there's going to be a lot of positive things that are going to come from it. We're celebrating our life together. So I've already started dreaming about this vacation and it's still a couple of weeks away, but I'm savoring an event that hasn't even happened. I'm already grateful for that event that hasn't even happened. And I feel like that could set me up to be even more present when we're there, right? And then even more grateful for the memory after this has happened. So my goal right now in life, the simple everyday kind of goal is just to be more connected to the things I write down every day. And I always say that when you have a gratitude list, you find what you're looking for. If you go out in the world and you're looking for things to be grateful for, you're looking for joy, you're looking for happiness, those are the things that you're going to find. If you're a glass half empty kind of person, you're going to go out and you're going to look for negative things. That's what's going to come back at you, right? So it's really a thought of choosing happiness. Now, I'm a positive Polly. I think that's pretty obvious by now. But I've heard a term recently thrown around a whole lot called toxic positivity. And it's something that I have really been diving into and reading about because on a personal level, I want to understand it a bit more. And At first, when I heard toxic positivity, I got really like offended, personally offended. I'm like, how dare somebody say that positive vibes are toxic? Like, what are you talking about? But the more I read it, the more I understand the idea of just painting everything with a positive coat of paint, right? Not acknowledging what's happening, not acknowledging the real emotions that you're having because you're just like, oh, silver lining. I'm going to look at it this way. I'm going to put positivity on top of it. Those are two different things. So I'm starting to understand it. I'm starting to really live into that. I do have plans to have a conversation with two fabulous women on this podcast in a couple weeks from now where we're really going to flesh out the idea of toxic positivity. Um, but in the meantime, just to let you know, that's kind of where I am currently in my brain. I'm, I'm thinking about that. So with what's going on with my health, acknowledging the real emotions that I have about it, you know, I'm nervous obviously I'm scared just because it's an unknown. Again, this could be a long way around to nothing. That's what my husband said to me. You know, it could be a back cramp. (laughs) It could be a muscle spasm. All those things are possible and would be wonderful. It doesn't explain an abnormal EKG. However, let's just go that it could be just a freak thing, a fluke thing. It could be. 
And I loved when he said that to me. This could be a long way around to nothing, and it could be. I hope that it is. But in the meantime, your brain, you know, runs trips on you, right? So you go down the path of what if, what if, what if, and you play out all kinds of scenarios. So I'm trying to acknowledge the emotions that are coming up within me. Um, And then I am putting a spin on it that's positive because that's just who I am. I am positive, Polly. That is who I am at my core. So, you know, I told my husband, like, this sucks. There's a million doctor's appointments. I'm keeping up with case numbers. I'm fighting with my insurance to get this covered and that covered. And it's been wild. And it's certainly been unplanned. You know, the last several weeks of my life, I didn't expect to be doing all this. So that's the real emotion, okay? But not putting positivity just, you know, on top of it and ignoring all of that, but putting a spin on it. The good news is that nothing major is going on as far as we know. It's just a few doctor's appointments. I had to do some fasting and some blood work and all that stuff. There are so many people that have it so much worse and deal with all kinds of long-term health issues. And none of that I'm dealing with right now. So I'm looking at it like that, okay? I'm super duper, super duper lucky and blessed. And I pray that it stays that way and we'll find out. But I have a real deliberate action right now to acknowledge every day how I feel about what's going on. And then look at it as I normally would with a silver lining, positivity, light on it. That's just who I am. So the takeaway today is connecting to your gratitude. If you do write down a gratitude list, what I'm asking of you, what I'm doing with myself is I'm challenging myself to connect to it. When I write down those five items I really want to sit and think about them. I want to give myself time. You know, I don't want to just race through and check that box. Now move on. That's not what it's about. That's like the antithesis of all of this, right? To just race through and be like, yep, grateful for that, 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 and move on. No, I really want to connect with it. So some things I wrote today, you know, being Monday is when I'm recording this, reflecting on the weekend, watching Cody play on the beach. That was such a quiet, calm, beautiful moment for me. Uh, Playing with remote control cars at the park. We took Cody out with his little friend, AJ, and his dear parents, Tony and Ashley, to the park. They've been in our bubble. And uh, we played with remote control cars. Like, not little cars for kids. These are like the real beefy monster trucks made for big boys and girls. (laughs) These are adult size. Um, But it was so fun. It was something I'd never done before. And I had a blast. So just, you know, connecting with that again, thinking about how funny it was to watch this remote control monster truck and all these adults having as much fun with them as the kids. That was such a great moment. Also getting to know Ashley and Tony a bit better. You know, we actually have gotten to know them over the last year during a pandemic because they've been in our bubble because our sons go to school together and they're like best friends. And so we're getting to know these new friends. And I love that. I love hearing their stories and connecting with them. And that's been a real joy in my life. You know, even if you're just talking about the weather, this weekend we had gorgeous weather. So we went and sat at a restaurant and had some yummy food. You know, just connecting with that, that the weather was glorious. We were able to be outside with our friends where it's safe in a pandemic. And, you know, we were able to eat yummy food together and spend family time together and have a little time off of work and just, you know, breathe and chill and hang. I don't want to just write those things down as like a passing glance. I really want to reflect on every detail of it as much as I can realistically, we're not going to do that every day. But at least in this moment, you and I talking together, if we can challenge one another to do it as often as we can, you know, whenever we think about it, go up, 
snap myself out of it, right? Oh, I'm rushing through this. I don't want to rush through this. Let me savor the past. Or if you're in a moment where you know this is a cool moment, savor it. Look around. Look at what's happening. Look at the people you're with. Tell the people you're with. Oh my God, this is freaking awesome. I love you. You know, share the love. I Look, I will be the first person to admit this is a hippy dippy podcast. <laughs> okay. The whole podcast is hippy dippy. And this episode is without a doubt one of the hippiest dippiest. Okay. So if you're still with me, God bless you. I love you. You're my people. Okay. So that is our challenge. Savor gratitude, savor past moments, savor the present and savor the future. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for your well wishes on the whole health thing. Please, you don't need to send any messages. Again, we're not dramatic, okay? I'm not a drama person. (laughs) I don't play that way. So, you know, just send up a prayer that all goes well. If anything comes of it, if there is any news to share, of course, I will share it on this podcast because I share everything. My listeners, my friends, my family, they all know that. I'm an open book. So if you want to reach out to me, you can always do so on social media. I hang out on Instagram most often at Chasta Lynn, C-H-A-S-T-A-L-Y-N-N. And my email is chastaonair at gmail.com. And if you missed the announcement last week, during all of this chaos, I was hosting the Rock Your Life Run, right? Oh, that was just insane. Uh, But the good news is we were able to raise $4,000 for Real Options for City Kids which is freaking incredible. So for all of you guys who participated in the Rock Your Life Run, whether you ran or you walked or whatever, or if you didn't take part in the run, but you still gave your money for the cause, ah, you guys are all amazing. Thank you so much for your help. Sydney and I put so much heart and soul into that. Sydney is my warrior princess. She is my champion. Uh, We really do thank you so much for your help in making that happen. That was a real dream come true for both of us. So Thank you, gang. You're amazing. All right, you guys, connect with me on social or an email. And until next week, remember, rock your life.